0: Segment with the first song from the first album of Greta Van Fleet, which I am now fully on their bandwagon. They won the Grammy a couple weeks ago, Best Rock Album. They are freaking awesome. That is the best album I've heard in 20 years. I will get on that bandwagon if the singer would stop wearing half-shirts. God, I love the Greta. You gotta get into the Greta Van Fleet. So cool. What if he goes to
1: quarter shirts?
0: Good lord. You know who's a big fan of Sports Bra? You know who's a big fan? I did, I just I read this last night. Huh. Robert Plant. Yep. Who said they are Led Zeppelin 1. They are. Oh, mm-hmm. they kick. Ass. You know, and it's uh you know, I I I was on him for kind of being a ripoff, but you know what? I love the hard rock. I love the guitar. So go get them, fellas. What the hell? Everybody's stealing from somebody, steal from the best. So uh looky here. Uh you got uh, uh, crazy record Border crossings, illegal border crossings going on right now. I was told uh, fairly recently there's no crisis. I remember that. Look, Mr. President, there's no crisis at the border. Statistics from your own government show that border crossings are at the lowest they've been since the 90s. Or, so this is a manufactured crisis. Or not. And Westwood Run correspondent Clayton Neville joins us from Dallas. He's reporting on the astonishing numbers. Hey, Clayton, how are you?
2: Doing well. Appreciate you guys having me.
0: Oh, it's always a pleasure. So uh, uh, tell us, what are the numbers saying?
2: Yeah, so Customs and Border Protection held a press conference yesterday, and there were some startling numbers that came out of it. Uh, you know, it's kind of been a debate, as you just mentioned, is there a crisis at the border or not? Well, according to these two top border agents uh, yesterday, border officials, I should say, there is. They used the word crisis several times during this press conference, and the numbers seemed to back that up. The agency said yesterday that February was the busiest month since 2007 for overall apprehensions at the border. 76,100 migrants detained. That's compared to January of 58,000. That's a 30% increase in just one month.
0: Well, and it was 268,000 plus in the first five months of the fiscal year, which started in October. And and not only that, but the nature of it's change hasn't it? The sort of pre- people crossing the border.
2: Yeah, and then that's part of it, too, and that's what some of these border officials talked about yesterday as well. It's changing a couple ways. Uh, one being the fact that uh, a lot of the people that are coming up are from South American countries, whether it be Guatemala or Honduras or other places there. So they're making the long treks upward. They're leaving for you know whatever reasons they have. They feel like they need to get to another country. They feel like their time is running out, maybe because they're threatened by uh, President Trump's discussion of a border wall or whatever it may be. It certainly also could be safety in numbers, because some other startling statistics that were brought out yesterday uh, since this new fiscal year started in October, at least 70 groups of 100 or more people have turned themselves into Border Patrol facilities. The previous fiscal year, only 13 groups of 100 or more. So that kind of gives you an idea of how many of these groups are coming up as a unit. Well, and yeah,
0: and the stat that more families were arrested in the past five months than in any previous year Right is, I mean, that's a big change. Exactly, it's women and children. It's not single guys, adult males from Mexico, which is a fundamentally different humanitarian problem at the border. Uh, Clayton Neville, Westwood One. Clayton, we appreciate the uh, the quick report. Good to talk to you. Thanks. Okay. Thanks. Yep. I, I, I shouldn't get hung up on this. I don't understand why the president didn't have these numbers for the State of the Union address. Which even in January, the first four months of this would have been out. Or a, even a suggestion of them. Or the other day when he declared the crisis. There were reporters nailing him down on that. Look, numbers are the lowest they've been. And he said, I've, do you have your own numbers? Yes, I do. What are they? I, you know, I can't tell you or won't tell you or something. Right. Believe me, they're, they're impressive. If he'd have stood up and said what the headlines were yesterday, I think he would have convinced all of America. Preliminary numbers are showing we're seeing an astonishing rise in illegal immigration in the last few months alone. And many of those uh, illegal immigrants are family groups, which are incredibly expensive and difficult to deal with. I don't know why he didn't say that. I I have no idea. But that uh, being put aside, yes. Talk about the death penalty in China. (laughs) <laughs> hmm. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, he talked about like fifty different things. That's right. It was reminiscent of uh, that State of the Union address when George W. Bush brought up steroids in baseball. Toward the end, it was like, <laughs> what? Um, but so anyway, yeah. There's there's a huge problem now. You know, listen, uh, honest people have differing opinions on what to do with it. But the uh, this is so cartel driven. They're making. They they're like drugs. Who has time to sell drugs? We're making so much money on human trafficking. we got to concentrate on that because they're bringing in these hundreds of thousands of people, charging them an arm and a leg, raping and killing a fair number of them, um, and saying, look, you cross the border, you turn yourself in, you apply for uh, asylum, for refugee status, and then you can either show up for your hearing if you have a good case or melt into El Norte. If you don't, it's not my problem. That's the way you do it. Here you go. And again, 268,000 people did this in the first five months of the fiscal year that for some reason starts in October. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, In the first five months, 136,000 plus people traveling in families with children. That's an increase of about 30,000 from the previous year. Again, it's 1.3 times as many in five months as there was in the entire previous year. Um, That's just, well, it's the nature of the problem in Central America, uh, for one thing. And the cartels, they read the paper. Well, they read websites. Um, What's a paper? They print a website for some reason. Um, They they are familiar with American politics and American news. They make billions of dollars at this. They're good at it. They're smart. They realize, okay, things are getting a little more risky. Plus, we've got an enormous customer base from Guatemala and, and Honduras. So that's the way they're running their business. So just in case, if you ever get into arguments with people about this sort of thing, and they hit you with, uh, border crossings are down. Well, February was a 12-year high. So keep that in mind. Yeah, yeah. And the government's been getting letting thousands of detained migrants go free every week because it doesn't have enough beds to hold them in the family detention facilities. Um, they can They can actually hold a, a small fraction of the people. Um, and by law, the government cannot keep migrant families in holding facilities for more than seventy two hours, which was a uh, you know a result of some of the the recent outrage and separating the children and the rest of it. And maybe you hated that policy uh, you know there are certainly it was it was kind of tough to take. It was not a good policy in my opinion. um on the other hand, you know, the backlash was their force in separating kids and putting them in cages. Which is mostly for their protection. You can't have children in a giant facility full of adults unprotected. Anyway, but the backlash was, therefore there's no problem, we do nothing. Trump's a lunatic and a racist. I keep hearing he's a racist. He hates brown people, so we'll do nothing and pretend there's no problem whatsoever. There's an enormous freaking problem. Both parties doing nothing about it for decades. Always got to throw that in. Give me my Grinna Van Fleet. Two, three, four.
1: Give me my safari. This isn't safari. Oh, man. No,
0: no. This is Age of Man. This is Why the Why wouldn't you track? give me my safari? Right, I can grab you. I'll, I'll wait. I will wait.
1: That's I the will wait. Track. I
0: made a request. I went up to the DJ. I went up to the DJ booth in the club. Gave him $5. I gave him $5. I made $5 a request.
1: These you requested jumps. the first
0: track on their debut album. That's it. Um, was I wrong about that? Go ahead, Michael. You have the mic. Rip him. No, I'm, Rip him I'm, a new one. I'm almost he said, hit. "Safari, comma the first track on their debut album." I'm almost yeah, positive. I know self-righteousness is, is, is more my right? thing than yours, but I'm this is such a great I'm almost positive I'm right. I'm looking it up Don't right wait,
1: now. Don't wait, At him from it's the, fires, the anthem of first anthem of the Peaceful album. Album. Army.
0: No, yes. that's not their first album. Yes, yes it is. They got a Peaceful Army. They got a nice anthem. They're going to play it. Safari. No, listen here. No. You going to shoot but, a lion but, like that damn Listen. Dentist. Listen. This is Now this is narrowcasting. From the Fires came out in 2017. Yes. Anthem for the Peaceful Ple- whatever came out in 2018.
1: Right. Okay, well So then the first this album is from the Fires walk. and the What's first one on you, that Michael? I'm sorry, got, you get together there. I got in that information. This this piece here says this is their debut album. So they didn't know what they were talking
0: Unless about. Unless Apple has it wrong. Now I could be have the wrong information from Apple. The same Maybe. company that keeps changing of to if for me. Apple? Please. Here's my Safari song. Two, three, four. There it is. Huh? Oh, yeah. How many radio shows in America are using this for bumper users? Look, there's an elephant. It's Safari show. (laughs) Listen to his scream, huh? That's Robert Plant right there. There's already one of them. I do find it interesting. I mean, this, this band is great. And Rolling Stone said, it's time to quit. Talking about them sounding like Led Zeppelin, they are a freaking great band, and they mm-hmm. are. Yeah. But what would make you decide to sound exactly like another popular band? The fact uh, that you sound exactly like Robert Klein You think you just automatically he does? Think he just naturally does? Well, that, that's part that's of it. Like, but
1: that, but, there's, but there's so much more than yeah, that. Their
0: songs are crafted to sound like Led Zeppelin. Same guitars, same amps, some same drums with the same reverb on them. It was not that. Listen to their ballads. Their ballads sound exactly like Led Zeppelin. But I mean, it can't be an accident. No, but if I'm going to design a chocolatey cookie with cream in the middle, I'm hoping it tastes exactly like Oreos. Huh. That's got him on the map. We're looking at you, Hydrox. <laughs> All right. This is a great album. You're listening to
1: the
0: Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The
1: Conscience.
0: Here's the latest of the twelve people. The latest candidate is the former governor of Colorado, and his name is John Hickenlooper. <laughs> John Hickenlooper. That is where I draw the line. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I don't, he might be very qualified. I know nothing about him. We cannot have a president Hickenlooper. I'm not. <laughs> we are a country, not a Dr. Seuss book. Why are um <clears throat> one of our favorite political pundits Lanhee Chen? Chen earlier today said Hickenlooper would make the final three. He could, yeah. Wow, and Hickenlooper, I think his name is actually helping him. I've heard about him a lot because sure. of his wacky name. If his uh, name was Stevenson, I wouldn't have heard anything about him. You know, you're right. It's, it's funny. I've, I've become annoying. Uh, annoyed. I've become annoying. Well, there's a Freudian slip.
1: <laughs> I've actually been annoying
0: for many years. Uh, I've become annoyed at the jokes at the man's name because I made them last week, um, and I'm over them. Uh, but he is, uh, all of our Colorado fans are writing in saying, listen, the dudes, nobody thought he could become the governor because of his funny name, but people tend to like him. He's just, I would he comes li- across as a, a a real human being. I would like to think that nobody does or doesn't get elected because of the sound of the vowels and consonants in the name. Well, I it's would, racist would, what I, against uh, those of us uh, of German origin. That's what I would like to think, that that plays no role whatsoever, but I know that It does. Right. So does your height, obviously, <clears throat> and all kinds of different things. We haven't had a bald, short president, yeah. In I a mean, very long time. For instance, uh, the great, uh, the great leader of men, Tyrion Lannister from Game of Th- Game of Thrones. He's, he's You're actually, speaking my language. Uh, a dwarf. Um, but his skills are uh, unmistakable. Air day, air day, air day. Joe's <laughs> got to mention Game of Thrones. <laughs> I actually just brought that up to amuse you. Uh, so uh, yeah, yeah. Speaking of racism, you got Robin Roberts. You know her act. She's on Good Morning America. Yep. Uh, love Tall African American gay woman. Yes, indeed, and that factors in as she's getting a little heat uh, about her interview with Jussie Smollett, which was a bit of a softball batting practice. In uh, my opinion, the opinions of many other people. Well, they hugged and cried together. Among other things, yeah, that's pretty softbally. Um, And anybody with any good sense, the minute they heard Jussie Smollett's story said, wait a minute, including the Chicago PD. On the other hand, she, uh, well, I'll just quote her. I'll be completely honest. I was like, I don't know if I want to do the interview or not. I don't want to sit down with him if he's going to lawyer up. Then I was told he wants to speak with you because he was outraged by people making assumptions about whether it had happened or not. You were outraged, were you, Jussie? Well, I'm so sorry. Per the Hollywood Reporter, Robert said Smollett's team told her that she could challenge the actor on what she saw as red flags in the alleged attack. I'm like, as a journalist and a news person, this is his right. He's going on the record for the first time. Yes, I'll do the interview, which is fine. But then she said some stuff that kind of bothered me. Well, first, though, this. I sit down with him. I don't know what he's going to say. Following up about how he couldn't believe people didn't believe him. Well, I go, you're out 2 o'clock in the morning. You're getting a sandwich. You won't give up your phone. And uh, so she did ask him that stuff. But she said she worked to stay as neutral as possible. Quote, I'm a black gay woman, and he's a black gay man. He's saying there's a hate crime, so if I'm too hard, then my LGBT community is going to say, You don't believe a brother. If I'm too light on him, it's like, Oh, you're in the community. You're giving him a pass. It was a no win situation for me. Was it Roberts really? Added. was it a no win situation? Well, that depends on how you look at your job. I tell you what, and I find it impossible to believe, although I'm not an activist on much other than, you know, well, if you listen to the show, you know what I'm an activist on. I think she is making a terrible mistake if she's sitting there thinking, oh, man, what's my quote-unquote community going to think of this? This sounds phony to me, but the uh, the, the community is not going to back me up if I don't take him seriously. Yeah. That's, that's not, no way to be a journalist. People are looking at the interview through the eyes of, how did you not know? I did the interview 48 hours before the police said that the Nigerian guys were involved. Had I had that information, the brothers were alleging, heck yeah, I would have asked them about that. I pride myself in being fair. I want to be balanced. You know, I think part of it may be because I don't think she's a bad person. She might be thinking too much. It's, it's that these fake racial hoaxes that are more and more common where she gets her news, she never hears about them. She hears about the allegation and not the, you know, that turns out to be a hoax story because your buzz feeds with their enthusiasm for cats. Tucker, I love that clip. Um, they're not going to print the uh, the correction. There's a story out of South Carolina: the mayor of some small town was claiming racism when she and her husband woke up and their cars were were covered in a sticky yellow substance. She went to the news and immediately said uh, they they had cross burnings in this town. I'm not surprised. Um, somebody said somebody sprayed something on your car. Turned out to be uh, pollen. Um, so uh, whether the bees are racist or not is not clear. Nobody's asked them. But um, Robin Roberts is never going to see. Those stories. So could it be she's naive enough? to not understand that a guy who claims what Jussie Smollett claimed, including the MAGA hats, and this is MAGA country, in the wee hours of the morning on a bitterly cold Chicago night. Well, that was all, you know, red flag, red flag, red flag. Then when you say, okay, the phone call, can I see your phone? No. No. Okay, then that's over. Right. it's just that, you're done. this, This is fake. But Robin Roberts heard and knew all those things and thought, well, that's a little odd, but I'm sure I don't want to get in trouble with the community. That's not good journalism.
1: What's coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips? Well, Democrats' anti-Semitism problems not going away. Melania Trump challenges the news media coverage of the opioid crisis. And we got more from the R. Kelly Over the Top interview. As word comes down, he could be heading back to jail very soon. Between now and the news, folks, I'll explain to Marshall that it's okay to be bigoted if you're
0: a progressive. So that's what Marshall doesn't understand.
1: Uh, please do stay tuned.
0: You are listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Now! Game of Thrones reveals epic
1: dragon-filled teas. What?
0: Is that what happened in the trailer? The trailer's out for the final season? Oh, oh yeah, there's dragons. And if you want to watch me watching the trailer, go to (laughs) armstrongandgetty.com. If you want to watch Sean watching the trailer, reassess your life. After going to armstrongandgetty.com. <laughs> hey, after? That's right. How can you know how off track you are? Right. Unless you've seen it. Yeah, you have to see how depraved my lifestyle is that this is something I enjoy doing. Right. And then you can realize that I need to do better than watch this idiot. So
1: right. So after the show,
0: can you do a video of me watching Joe... Watching the video of Sean watching the trailer. (laughs) (laughs) would that be a thing? I'd do that. (laughs) Let's get the news now. Marshall Phillips.
1: Well, the House, it turns out, is delaying a vote on a resolution condemning anti-Semitism. Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Majority Leader Steny Hoyer reportedly said in a closed-door meeting last night that the vote's going to be held up and may come up tomorrow rather than today. Democrats are moving to either broaden the resolution to include condemnation of anti-Muslim bias or create a completely new resolution. You know, for people who aren't stupid, here's
0: what's going on here. There's a legitimate point. That sometimes if you come out against an Israeli policy, people will call you an anti-Semite. Absolutely. People tar you with that unfairly. Jerry Seinfeld with the hilarious scene, his old Uncle Leo orders a hamburger, it's not done to his liking, and he claims the cook is an anti-Semite. I mean, that happens. At the same time, you've got... Uh, certain uh, members of Congress, uh, including certain young Muslim members of Congress, who clearly have really bad attitudes toward Jews in general. And there are aspects of Islam that do not fit comfortably at all with multicultural, multi-religious societies. And the meshing of those two things is extremely uncomfortable in the Western world. Now, some of you who are jackasses are saying, oh, Joe's Islamophobic. No, no, I'm not. It's a fact. Ask the Labour Party in Britain. Ask, Ask London. Ask one of the most wonderful cities in the world, Brussels, Belgium, how comfortable your more fundamentalist versions of Islam mesh with liberal Western democracies. They don't. And, uh, you know, this is the tip of that iceberg emerging in the U.S. It will be interesting to watch and probably troubling.
1: In light of the exploding opioid crisis, First Lady Melania Trump called on the news media to report more on the epidemic and educate parents and children about it.
0: I challenge the press to devote as much time to the lives lost and the potential lives that could be saved by dedicating the same amount of coverage that you do to idle gossip or travel
1: stories. I just adore a penthouse view. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Try not to be quite so gorgeous and have quite so interesting an accent. You know, it's terrible. It's terrible.
1: Entrepreneur, I, I
0: just I'm picturing wow, she's beautiful. Yeah. Listen to that action. Wow. That's interesting. What do you say about the nightmare of the opioid ed- epidemic? Something about I thought the, she was ah. going to
1: mention moose and squirrel. <laughs> oh, oh, oh boy, <laughs> not helping. Entrepreneur Elon Musk's dream of a tunnel transit system could finally yes. become a reality. Yes. Can't Hyperloop. Wait for somebody else to try this first. <laughs> yeah. Hyperloop. Yeah. Hyperloop. <laughs> Quiet, mom.
0: The mob is spoken.
1: <laughs> it would become a reality in Las Vegas. Las Vegas tourism agencies announced it is recommending that a Musk-backed enterprise receive a contract to build and operate an underground tunnel system through which self-driving electric vehicles would whisk people around a mega convention center. If it gets approved, Let's
0: see, I lost my ass at the Lux store. Let's head at 600 miles per hour to New York, New York.
1: <laughs> if approved, the system of just over a mile long would debut by 2021. But I find the little
0: shuttle thing there reasonable. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I like the, although I fun. like a, a kind of a lower stakes trial of the technology, hmm. right? Yeah, and go Elon, with, go! And if it happens to people, I'm fine with it happening to people who vacation in Las Vegas. <laughs> I mean, you're probably up to no good anyway, of <laughs> being smooshed like a
1: fly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> R. Kelly cried. He stood up. He ranted about being assassinated. Did he rape anybody? During his first interview since he was charged with sexual abuse. Kelly telling Gail King of CBS this morning that his accusers are all liars. What? How stupid would I be to do that? Very stupid. I didn't say That's you're holding. That's stupid, guys. I didn't... Is this camera on me? <laughs> yes, it's That's stupid. Use your common sense. Don't forget the blogs. forget how you feel about me.
0: But on. but what's the narrative though? Is this you're, camera on? You're a beloved entertainer and crafter of music. You've thrilled fans worldwide. Who who is launching this incredibly false vendetta against you, Robert? Where would that possibly come from? The victims. Cuz they want him in jail cuz they don't like him or they want no, money. It's, it's a not a false vendetta. It's a real vendetta against a real rapist. Okay. That's where it's coming
1: from. Kelly wound up getting very emotional finishing off that rant. Stop it. Y'all quit playing. Quit playing. I didn't do this stuff. This is not me. I'm fighting for my life.
0: Well, you are fighting for your life, probably, you know, a lot like the girls that were chained up in your home.
1: Meanwhile, word is R. Kelly could be heading back to jail soon. A Cook County, Illinois judge issued an order last month that uh, would send him back behind bars if he doesn't pay a $161,000 child support payment to his wife by this morning. By the morning time. That ain't happening. The Sun-Times reports he hadn't made any payment as of last night. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. Come on, squatchy get
0: him this. another herring, Squawky or Bald Eagle. We just got this text. It doesn't matter where, but hey, my city just banned plastic straws. Now I can go there without the fear of getting a straw stuck up my nose. Right. What would we ever do without this brave city council protecting us all from the evil straws? I'm all for us using less straws. It's sure, get the word out. Seems reasonable to me. But the, the the banning them, at the point of the government, and the fact the st- the fact that the stat everybody used for this is completely made up is hilarious. I a nine year old. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how about uh, you uh, fix the old uh, potholes there when you're through virtue signaling? Huh? You numskulls! You numskulls! Dimwit! That's what my son's you, big on. Uh, knuckleheads. You Dimwit! The Oregon man who was stranded in a snowbound SUV for five days told rescuers he survived on Taco Bell sauce packets (laughs) while trapped in the storm. That is amazing. (laughs) This man survived despite eating Taco Bell. Yeah, right. But but just the packets, wow. Um, Wouldn't people like, point point of order, Would there be three calories per packet? That's not uh, enough calories to make a difference. So why upset your stomach? Right, yeah, hey, you're better just off just uh, taking in oh, snow, water. Just get plenty of water. You're not going to die. You're not going to die. owe you your own urine. <laughs> it takes a long time to starve to death. You can you can die of dehydration in like a couple days. That's so according why. To their Nutrition label information. There are zero calories. Okay, in the hot so sauce then packet. then he's just an idiot. They're Probably so, how he got stuck. He's st- so stupid. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. This is a story about a stupid person. Probably <laughs> dropped his keys out the window and couldn't figure out how to get out. <laughs> Listen, I don't eat at T Bell much at all. I, mean, I never, you've have. never eaten at a T Bell. But right. well, you're not going to get a Mexican pizza anywhere else. The whole wealthy Manhattan laughing at Middle America's fast food choices. Maybe I'm too sensitive. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It just annoys me. So hey, you want to hear what the number one of the one of the top tier topics of email to us in the last several days has been? Would Jack please tell a story about wearing the MAGA hat while uh, snowboarding and and sledding and and whatever you're doing? So it's not the full-on red Make America Great Again MAGA hat. It's a stocking cap, which I'm told is an outdated expression. It's a beanie, the kids say. I just don't feel like it's a beanie. A beanie is that funky little striped thing that sits on your head with a propeller. That's what a a beanie is. But I said stocking cap in front of some of my wife's friends one time, and they threw back their heads with laughter. Sounds about right. <laughs> I think I had also just mentioned rollerblading at some point and they also <laughs> threw back in their your heads. Stocking black. Camp? <laughs> Even funnier. Well I'm, I and left you, my phone in my motor car and your <laughs> your little dolphin shorts you wear a while rollerblading. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> your beanie. So I was wearing one of those hats <clears> that keep your head warm, pull right. down over your ears. Yeah. Oh well them. And it says, uh, Keep America Great 2020. Nice. My parents got it for me for Christmas it's uh there is the only Trump store in America is in uh, is it globe arizona It's one of your cities heading up the mountain in arizona surprise one of those one of those are heading up there um I think it's in globe it's a big giant trump store, and they keep hoping that Trump himself will come and he said that he might sometime. Wow. And it's, yeah, it's good to dream. And this is a <laughs> this is a tiny little town with, with nothing, and you're, you're probably on your way to skiing. But it's got Trump stuff everywhere, and lots wow. of people, Trump fans, stop there to get their pictures taken or buy stuff. Trump haters regularly vandalize it, so they've had to get police protection. Oh, man. And uh, that sort of stuff. But anyway, I've got my Keep America Great Again 2020 hat. It doesn't say Trump anywhere on it. Mm-hmm. So it's not quite as provocative as the red Make America Great. Right. Not as instantly identifiable, but even so, wearing it, I got stared at a lot, and like, you, like hard stares, like hard looks, or could, uh, I only got the conf, kind of confused or like wary. Um, I went into the McDonald's. And uh, at the ski resort we were, I went over to the McDonald's and uh, the uh, and I, I just I kept forgetting Making your colon great again. I kept forgetting I had it on. I just I I really just grabbed it because I needed a warm hat and it was five degrees outside. Um, but I would I would get weird looks. Now you 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 could think I was just being paranoid paranoid or whatever. But if you you know I I I go around in life. I have an idea of how often people stare at me like this. <laughs> right. And and wearing this hat, it happened to me all the time especially from Hispanic people working at McDonald's?
1: Oh boy.
0: I walked up and they were kind of wide-eyed, "Can I help you?"
1: Oh boy. Like I was
0: going to, I don't know, shoot up the place or something. And uh, deport them. <laughs> build a wall between me and the cashier. <laughs> what what good would that do you? Hand me enough burgers to build a wall of burgers. We're going to make a wall of burgers and make Burger King pay for it. But it was <laughs> uh, it was interesting to me how often I didn't get, you know, it, maybe it's where I was. But I didn't get any thumbs up or, hey, yeah, that a boy or Trump 2020 or anything like that. Just lots of looks or kind of like stepping aside. But Laura was at the uh, at this table in the ski lodge and, uh, and having hot chocolate or whatever. And I got up and left the table. And she said there was a couple sitting across from us um, of color, if that matters or not. I don't know, but it might factor in. Um, she said he was just like, really, he like he put his hands on his hips and was just staring at her. Oh. Like... How dare you? Or so well, I don't it was down with just the, a woman and children at the table. Yeah, he became yeah. a tough guy. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. I didn't even think of that, but yeah, yeah. I, I I hadn't noticed I him at all. But when I, it's like you know, I don't know. But that's that's something. That's something that's that's where we are with our politics. Yeah, no kidding. You understand that the, you know, substantial enough part of the country voted that way that the guy got the office. You, yeah, you, and uh, you get that, and currently stands just short of fifty percent approval. So I don't know. You don't doesn't uh, doesn't mean you. I don't know. I, yeah, well, they, people believe, certain people believe the most extreme narrative their side spins. And that's become a contagion about Trump. And listen, Trump's an easy guy to dislike. I completely get it. But don't find yourself believing the most out there narrative spun by your political operatives, they're paid liars. Does that happen in modern history where you'd have that sort of thing, though? I can't think of any uh, uh, sitting president where if you had their shirt on, you would get that level of attention. I've rolled my eyes at the big O logo, but I didn't, like, confront people or make <laughs> sure they knew what I thought. Mm. Anyway, that's just uh, that's the way it is. Mm. I um I would never wear one of those red Make America Great Again hats, certainly not with my kids around. Which is sucks. That sucks. Yeah. But I also wouldn't wear a Giants hat to a Dodgers game just because I don't want the. I just don't want to don't deal be with the hassles. Yeah. Some would say you're a coward. They should shut up. Um, the irony we were talking earlier about the spectacular uh, numbers at the border. If you didn't hear this, in the first five months of this fiscal year, which for some reason starts in October, there have been uh, huge record numbers of people crossing the border. I mean, the whole uh, border crossings are down narrative is dead, dead, dead. Deader than Jacko, dead. As there are astonishing numbers of people crossing the borders. But in years past, it was single, not literally single, some of them were married, but individual grown Mexican men who are coming to work and send the money back to their families in Mexico. That was the vast, vast majority of illegal immigrants. Now it's Central American family units and children and the rest of it, which is a logistical nightmare. But the interesting part of it is, well, there are several interesting parts, but this is one of them, is that um, there's a net outflow of Mexican nationals from the United States right now. There are more going back to Mexico than are coming in. Because? Just economics. Okay. Uh, How funny would it be if uh, Mexico built the wall instead? Said, we'll build the wall and we'll pay for it. <laughs> so no, you went to El, El Norte, you stay there now. Um, we didn't mention this, did we? The guy got unlimited food for from Taco Taco Bell for a year for that. Taco Bell. Oh, awesome. did he? Yeah. Once again proving the adage that just because you can doesn't mean you should. Boy, they're willing to throw around $40 pretty liberally. <laughs> <laughs> That's a that's a good punchline there. I don't eat Taco Bell at all, but even if you are kind of into it, how much are you going to spend in a year at Taco Bell?
1: If I have a lifetime pass, bucks? I'm eating
0: there multiple times a day.
1: Are you really? Oh, oh <laughs> really? are you kidding me? I, <laughs> yes.
0: I really like the Bell. Really? <laughs> <I, laughs> it's, it's, yeah. you, you could eat there multiple times a day? And you, I you're could should, eat anywhere multiple times be, a day for free. It's well, good yeah. to be young. Well, yeah, you, good but young. You, you got the skinny guy metabolism. If you ate Taco Bell twice a day and you had normal metabolism, you would be obese within six months. I'm not worried about that as much. Much as My just shows, I'm not spending money on food. <laughs> i more. I'd be more worried about the uh, the upset stomach from uh, that, that. Nah, sort of he'll, for, he'll, your body will adjust. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> your organs will shut down. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's funny. Fake cheese sauce. Cheese is so cheap and readily available. How did America decide to put up with a cheaper alternative than cheddar cheese? Speaking of, the, I, I've, got, I've been talking about this for years. I don't know what our if our appetite ever ends for wanting cheap. Cheap electronics that are so cheap and crappy they fall apart. But at least it was only $40 as opposed to paying $80 for one that lasts for five years. Mm-hmm. Um, same with food. How do we just keep demanding just the cheapest crap you can make, and and the biggest portion, as opposed to paying six dollars for something that's you know five times as good and much better for you? Hmm. Is this the way it is? I Depends guess. on your life, I guess. I don't. I will tell you this. Uh, I mean, food. If you adjusted for inflation, what would food be from back when uh, when I when I was a kid? Be like two cents, I think. I, I know. mean, there's a lot of food that's under a dollar. I live in. In today's money, right. Where my greater hood, like a couple miles in each direction, uh, is not an economically depressed area, and a dude threw up, and I'm so jealous. He threw up at T Bell, at uh, an intersection I didn't even know was zoned commercial. It's there amidst a bunch of neighborhoods. And that place is always crowded. There is always a line at the drive. And by always, I mean always. 11.30 p.m., 6 a.m. Oh, 11.30, that's prime Taco Bell. Hour. <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> He's printing yeah. money there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you. And people dig the bell. Yeah. So much more than tacos. And I hear the sauce kept that poor fellow alive. <laughs> In a stupid, stupid story from our stupid, stupid media. My wife worked at a T-Bell for a while. I have to ask her how much she ate. I don't know if they got to eat for free or not. Very few uh, calories in ketchup as well. Thank you for that. Yeah. I mean, among your condiments. If you're, <laughs> you're going to be caught in a snowdrift, I uh, recommend relish. Delicious. <laughs> a big jar of mayonnaise. <laughs> Actually, if you're going to keep yourself alive, that's a really good choice. All you have is yellow mustard. Oh, day have to get, after day, I'll waiting to get rescued. I'd have to get really hungry. Did you need some? Just squirt it into my mouth. I'd be trying uh. to use the mustard as bait to catch something else that I could eat. <laughs> 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 do bears like mustard? Let's find More out. Or squirrels? What are you going to do oh, if a rat. bear shows up? I'd I don't rather know. eat a rat that. <laughs> Honey, it's time for another ca- uh, mustard package. <laughs> hey, uh, how about we just eat the old packages instead of eating more mustard. How about we Shambo and one of us eats the other one? <laughs> Listen, I'm left-handed. I never use my right arm. Let's start chewing on it. Can't take any more mustard! <laughs> We've had a good run. I'm not sure I could eat a bottle of relish either. Oof. Uh, you are listening to The Armstrong and Getty Show.